It doesn't have to be fancy, but it has Mm. to be effective. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey guys, I would love to connect with you personally on Clubhouse. Reach out. I'm new there myself. You could probably show me some tricks of the trade. Let's connect on Clubhouse. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. I am your host, Chris Ward, and I am excited. We have Frankie J in the house. Frankie J is going to talk to us about visual storytelling. She is an award-winning filmmaker, photographer, and journalist, and she just really pulls all these different threads together to make the beautiful fabric of visual storytelling so you can totally leverage your business and really have a bigger impact and be the go-to professional in your field. Welcome to the show, Frankie J. Uh, Thank you so much, Chris. I'm excited to be here. Okay, Frankie, we talked about fear on camera. Now, that's not something I would say I ever had too much of. I What I would have is I was fine if you called me to do a speaking gig. I was good there. I didn't love the idea of pushing my face out in social media as people walk by trying to get their attention. But that wasn't so much about fear on camera. It was more of just like, ah, owning my space. So first of all, I want to distinguish between those two. But when we talk about fear on camera, what is the, like, st- talk to me about what kind of stuff you see out there. Sure. I think it's, it's one of the things that stops people the most from creating videos for their business, which is why I think it's really important that you talk about it. Um, And it absolutely was a hindrance for me. So even though I'm a filmmaker, photographer, and journalist, that always puts me behind the camera. So when Mm. I started my business, I realized I had to be the face of my business. I was a solopreneur and being on camera was, was indeed terrifying. Um, I suffered from low self-esteem my entire childhood. I never had much confidence in me. I'd never wanted to be in crowds, even though I was an extrovert, I never wanted to be that person that stood out. Um, and so, yeah, being on camera was a, was a huge hindrance for me. And I see it with so many other people. Uh, and it's not so much that we're afraid of obviously the camera itself, um, because we all take selfies and family photos. Mm. It's, we're afraid of the judgment. Um, and that's a real thing that, that happens out there in the world, unfortunately. And, um, that's why it's, it stops so many people before they even get started creating videos. I agree with you. And, and there's so many different layers of judgment because I did the same thing too. Like I always think, well, does it matter what I have to say right now? Like, you know, my team's always pushing me to be a little bit more personable on Facebook and I have come far and wide compared to what I used to be. Right. And, you know, I always think, well, who cares about this? Or like people are walking by, I feel like I'm tugging their sleeve. So in one way, as I said before, I'm very confident if you want me to be in front of the room, but pushing my message out was very uncomfortable for me or being on video was very uncomfortable for me. um, As far as 
why, when you didn't ask me to be there, am I there? Right. That, that was my block. It wasn't like I was thinking I sound silly or stupid or didn't like the sound of my own voice. It was just sort of like, well, you didn't ask me to be here. So it was a different layer of fear. So there's, I guess what I, I wanted to sort of unpack there is there's probably a hundred different ways that we have fear-based excuses of why we don't want to be shoving ourselves out there. Is that correct? That makes sense to you, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And you even touched on it yourself is that you were kind of not afraid, but maybe a little bit afraid of owning your own space of standing Mm. up for something and being really public about it. And yeah, and of course, what comes back on that is, is the things you were afraid of, like, well, people might comment, Oh, get out of my face. I don't want to see you or, you know, and that's all that judgment that you're getting. So it really does come back to judgment. Um, And even that, that self-confidence of owning your space. I mean, we have those gremlins in our head that tell us, well, who am I to be talking about this? Who's going to want to hear it? But so-and-so is a better expert than I am. Mm. You know, all those voices in our head telling us that we're not good enough and preventing us from owning that space when we appear on camera. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you're right. It all comes down to fear. And I would think too, like sometimes I'd be like, oh, well, I just did a video on Tuesday and it's Friday. Like, how important do you think you are, Chris, that people remember that video on Tuesday? Like, and so (laughs) like, they're not, don't worry, they're not saturated. Your your following is not that big and nobody remembers Tuesday. Okay. So (laughs) what can we do? What are some things that we can do? How did you deal with this? What is it you teach people? Talk to us. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to start with sort of my story, which incorporates okay. the tips that I'm going to give you um, into how I sort of started being on camera and overcoming that that fear. Okay. Um, so the first thing was that when I my first video, which is still on YouTube, you can go and hunt for it if you'd like, um, is I don't smile. But worse than that, I'm blinking like incessantly because my go to when I'm afraid or, you know, feel confronted or embarrassed is I cry. So it's not something oh, you can okay. hide very easily. Oh. <laughs> so I'm blinking to try and stop from crying. But what I did is I, I knew I had to go on camera and I went on camera one in a certain way that I thought my audience wanted, which is mistake number one. Mm. Um, I had to show up in a certain way, say things a certain way, dress a certain way. Um, so that was, you know, one thing I'll have to come o- overcome, but I'll talk about that in a minute. But what I did was I got my wife to press record on my phone because uh, I couldn't figure out how to do it remotely back then years ago. And then I got her to go to the other end of the house and put like big over ear headphones on like what I have. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd yell out be like, Hey, can you hear me? No. Good. Okay. And then I'd go on with my, my video. Oh, um, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Second. You had her put on the earphones so she couldn't hear you. Couldn't hear me. So I'd check and I'd be like, can you hear me? Okay. No, you made okay, it sound good. like, cause you're a video type person. I thought <laughs> this was a technical, I thought this was a technical thing. Like, okay, I had this major setup. No. So you were hiding the ear the headphones she had on was not to help yeah. you. You were hiding. Okay. Yeah. That story so, took a different turn. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> and so that's like the first thing is to find a safe space. Now okay. my safe space was to be alone, not have anyone around because again, that judgment people might you okay. know, look at you differently. Um, so I, that was my safe space, creating that mm-hmm. by making her put headphones on. So then I already recorded my video and I was so embarrassed of my own performance that I could never watch them myself. Okay. So I always got someone I trust to watch it. So that's tip number two is find someone you trust to watch your okay. video. So someone close to you, right? Um, and what, yes, they look at things with a more rose colored glasses, you know, because they love you or they care for you. Um, but the other thing is what they're going to pick up on is not the things that you're telling yourself. And you'll, you'll realize this, the more people, more people you trust, watch it. So they might pick up and go, wow, I never knew that particular tip or I never knew how to do that or that this meant that this happened. Okay. And what they might say to you is, 
maybe you need to smile more, which is okay. one of the comments I used to get. Not things like, oh, you look tired today. Your hair is not right. Your voice sounds funny. Like all those things that we hear ourselves or see ourselves when we're on right. camera. That's not what enters into their minds. They are thinking, okay. oh, content's good. And hey, this is some ways you can, you can improve. So just to reiterate, one is to find so, a safe space and two okay. is to get someone you trust to watch it. But okay, so there's someone... Let me jump in. There's someone you trust to watch it. What you're saying, and I think it's an important point, is they don't have to be in your industry because you're not looking for content. You're looking for video. So what I always find, somebody that's really... Um, sometimes I'll find things on Netflix. Like I recently got addicted to the formula one documentary and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. And I had no interest in the world of cars going around in circles. Right. But when things are done well, it makes it done. It, it makes it interesting. So what you're saying is they're watching this video. They don't have to be a potential client, but they'll go, Oh yeah, I was engaged. I wanted to learn, even though I didn't think I'd be interested. You're smiling, made me lean in whatever. So that safe person is just going to be, you know, are they receptive to your message they don't have to understand or care about it if you do a good job it will be interesting exactly, and likable exactly. right okay yeah. perfect okay yeah. that's a good point all right and then the next one is one you can't really get past is uh to practice um so the more you do appear on camera even if you create a couple of videos get someone to watch it and they don't end up somewhere the more you do appear on camera mm. the more that person does watch your videos and give you feedback the more confident you will become and like you will eventually, I used to, I still a little bit, but not so much now as like, like uh, lose my breath when I have to go live, especially because pre-recorded is one thing. Live is, ooh, make mistakes. Mm -hmm. and you're um, well, not really, but in you, my heart rate would go way up. But now, because I'm so used to doing these things, it's just not a factor anymore because you're just in a routine. You are confident in yourself because of the feedback you've gotten um, and it becomes much easier. Practice really does make perfect. Um, it's something okay. That's a really good point too, because I know a couple of things you said that I want to go back and pull apart. Yeah. One is you said, you know, you showed up and you were like dressing different and doing all these things that you thought you should do. And I know I went through that where whenever I presented online, it was like shoulders back, stand tall, look professional. Cause I thought, you, you know, I should look polished and professional and all growed up. And <laughs> what would happen is people working with me would say later, like, oh, I, they liked my energy or I was fun or whatever. But I kind of thought that was like a fifth date thing. Right. And so <laughs> then, then I had to learn just to be me flawed on video. Like, yeah, I talk too quickly, especially when I'm excited about something. I slur my words sometimes. And I mean, I could still work on that. And I am every day. Yes, people, this is what you get after I've been working on this every day is this is still me talking like this, but, but I had to learn that I'm better served talking too quickly, blurring some of my words together, then I am coming off crisp and polished and almost, you know, robotic or academic, right? Yeah. So there was that, that was a, a lesson for me as well. And then the other thing too, is I think, uh, you, you know, that whole uh, being stiff and just picturing one person and just being relaxed and just being you really does invite people in. You, you flawed is much better than you like being perfect right yeah yeah and okay. also you being you you can have more confidence in that whereas if you're putting on this pretend i have to be professional i have to wear a button-down shirt or i have to do this yeah you feel less confident in yourself how yeah because you you're not you exactly 
Yeah. We, in another episode, you'll hear, we talked to Jenny Clark and she was a client of mine, a marketing strategist client of mine. And we talked to her, she had to do these videos on LinkedIn and she will tell you, I I believe it's in the show that the first time I said that to her, she burst into tears. And I was like, (laughs) you have to do this. So she took all of Sunday and she, and she made, uh, she made like 50 videos to get one and each one got drier and more polished than the next. And it was just hilarious. It was just getting worse, like t- winding a screw tighter and tighter to strip the screw. And now she does them like all the time. And she's always like, I get these alerts that she's, um, what it, what's it called? Uh, not ranking, trending, trending, I forgot, oh, yeah, I just yeah. read, trending on LinkedIn. And so it made such a difference because she just, I just made her do them all the time and it made such a difference. Okay. Yeah. Continue with your wisdom, my friend. All oh, right. Um, so those those first three tips that I've given you, those are kind of more practical ones. Now, the last one is, I guess, about a mindset and how I sort of tend to operate is that because I had that low confidence in myself and, you know, yes, I had, you know, when I started, what was it, you know, nine or 10 years experience being a filmmaker and a photographer and journalist, I was still so not confident that I was the best expert to help people. Um, like, I didn't believe that in myself. But what I noticed was when I put videos out there, people would comment, you know, oh, thanks so much. This is exactly what I needed to do this next step in their, their business or their videos. And I realized that I'm not showing up for me. I'm not showing up because I believe that I am the expert. Um, this is when I was starting out. I'm showing up for those people, for those mm. people out there that are waiting for that next step in their business, for them to get that clarity, to be able to, to make those, those changes for themselves. It had nothing to do with me and every, everything to do with who I was out there to help. Yeah, I think that's a really powerful statement that I swear we could get up every day and talk about because you talk about low confidence and then using the word expert. I know before I wrote my book, When the Hour, When the Day, uh, somebody had talked me into writing it. And I was like, uh, well, I was I had this idea and I had this experience with all my clients. I had this story and it, it I was going to write a book, but I was going to wait. I don't know. Like I had this idea like 10 years from now because I thought I had to make like you know, 15 million or somehow you have to have these accolades on you. Like you came second at the Olympics. Like there's something that you get deemed with like some, you know, something happens where they shine a light upon you and you're worthy. And I thought, well, no, no, it's, it's not time. And and somebody said to me, well, why not now? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Cause I, you just think there is this credential or plateau you have to reach. And so then you think, well, so it's not a matter of confidence, but confidence of you know, is what I have to say important enough to disrupt somebody else's time? And and you look at me as the expert, but I think what I learned so hugely powerful is whatever you're learning or teaching, you, you always have somebody that knows less. Like, let's say, yes. um, you know, I want to lose 30 pounds. You know, that person that teaches me to lose 30 pounds is not, and, and run and stuff, is not going to be the person that teaches me to go to the Olympics five years later, but they know enough to get me to drop 30 pounds. And then I find out I'm a runner and I need the next level and the next level. So you don't have to be that, you know, in fact, often the people who are like leading authorities in your topic you know, they're probably too far ahead of too many people to learn. Like I can't absorb all that. They're just too far out of my reach. Right. So I think that's a really important message is you always have somebody that can learn from you. You always have somebody that can learn from you. And so many of us forget that all the time because we are looking up at the people we're learning from. We think, Oh, I don't know enough or nearly enough. And so then you think, Oh, I have to be like that person for someone to learn from me. But there are, you know, everyone has at a different level and wants to learn from somebody at a different level yeah 
Absolutely. And it yeah. still surprises me. I still look, like you say, look up more than I look down sometimes. And then yeah. I'll give them a tip and they're like, oh my God, that is mind blowing. And I'm like, is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Yeah. Like I just wasn't aware that they, it was, they, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fabulous. Okay. So we've got some tips on what else can we do to be camera confident? What else? And, and really, I think you really touched on some stuff in the beginning where there's just so many different reasons we come up that whether we want to admit it or not are just fear-based, right? Am I yes. ready? Am I the expert? Do I want to put myself out there? Oh, my favorite is, well, once I lose 10 pounds or I need new clothes yeah. or I, oh, or the other thing, this is a good one. I have to order more expensive equipment off Amazon. Once I get all the equipment, then I need to learn how to use it. So there's all these delayed distractions that you can justify. So where do we start and tell us why we don't need any excuses and let's just go. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm 100% a believer that the only one stopping you is you. Um, yeah. It's not your gear. You know, it's not that you haven't created that Facebook page yet or anything like that. It really is you. Um, and so my saying is, it doesn't have to be fancy, but it has mm. to be effective. Okay? okay. So you can start as simply as your phone. Everyone knows that nowadays we can create videos on our phones. It's really amazing. Um, but the next thing is, simple tools that you already have available to you that you don't have to spend money on. Because I think okay. people get hung up on, I need to go buy a DSLR, I need to go buy some lights, I need to buy a microphone, this, that, and the other. Actually, where, what I think is you should actually spend time with someone who can help you with the strategy side of things. That's actually mm. much better time yes. and money investment than your gear. Your, I still create all my videos just using my phone, uh, filming, editing, everything's done with my phone. So starting with your phone, simple tools you can harness is, the sun. So if you have at least one window in your house, then stand in front of that window in order to create your videos or obviously go outside. Outside's great as well. Um, but if you're wanting to be inside or you have your little office, put your desk in front of your window. If that's where you want okay. to you're film from your desk, harness that free light available to you. We can absolutely talk gear, um, but that's the way you start without having to spend money. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's a really good point. I, and I believe that hundred percent is we need to be talking more about strategy than we do equipment. So I, mm -hmm. you know, I love hearing that. And I think you're so right because now even the big boys and girls have got big budgets and stuff. You see them pulling back because you don't want the product to look polished like a TV commercial because then it, it lacks some relatability and it just becomes, you know, out of reach. So in yeah. fact, even, you know, and you see that all the time, like that's what makes, you know, Instagram or something crazy. When you see some celebrity you're following, like, I don't know, Reese Witherspoon in her kitchen cooking, you know, uh, and it's like, oh yeah, it's so raw, it's so real. And it's not her, you know, all glammed up on a, on a TV interview show. Right. Yeah. So you feel like I know I did like, oh, well that, you know, what a better example with the whole pandemic thing, boy, nobody drove this message home. Like, um, Jimmy, uh, sorry, Jimmy Fallon. Like I was going to say Jimmy Kimmel, but Jimmy Fallon where all of a sudden, you know, he had this big production and then he was, he was the first one, I believe to do his show from home just with his phone and stuff. And then he's got the kids drawing who the next guest is. And, and then it almost looked too annoyingly cute. Like, Oh yeah. Now the kid, now what I need is kids drawing my intro so I can hold the piece of paper up. So then you think, Oh, that's a process. Well, no, it's just, he was working with what he had. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think that real, then you're inside his world. So I think that's really important. You are right. As a marketing strategist, I, I'm thrilled to hear you say that the strategy is more important than the equipment. Okay. Perfect. Absolutely. Okay. So what else are we, should we be looking at? 
one more just element for you, which is really simple that you can um, just add into that because you've got your lighting sorted is actually just use your headset that came with your phone. Unless of course you've okay. got a new iPhone because it doesn't come with anything. Um, but your yes. headset can act like a lapel that you just paperclip to your collar or put into your buttonhole of your shirt and that will get you the better audio. So again, free tool. So there you go. You have the tools now. Now you just need to obviously take action and learn the. it's more about the strategy rather than the actual tools that you're using. I think most people know that by now about the earphone, but I have to tell you, I don't know because I didn't know. I was sitting there looking at back in the day, like even say three years ago, my book came out and I was like, okay, I need new audio, but I didn't like the lapel thing on your collar. It was always getting caught stuff. And then I looked at somebody online and it just struck me as how dumb was I? And they were doing an important video and they just had their, ear, you know, their earbuds, earbuds yeah, in. That, yeah. And I was like going, well, I have those, but it's kind of like, I thought, oh, but they're not deemed to be official video equipment. They came with my phone. Yeah. So I was like, oh, all of a sudden I realized, well, that's silly. And if I can, everyone go off on a rant for a minute, I was looking, a thing came through, a special came through on my email about the new iPhone and they, I don't know if it was just that uh, provider because it wasn't from iPhone. It was like a phone service provider. And they said, everybody, this is my favorite. They said, trying to be more environmentally friendly. They're not including <laughs> the friggin' earbuds and the jack anymore. So they're the not charger, going yeah. to, they're not going to include the charger and the earbuds to be environmentally friendly. I was like, <laughs> how stupid do I look? Like, oh my gosh, that was I, I need a support group for that. Cause that was yeah. just like, yeah. Are you not going to be environmentally friendly when I now have to go buy one separate? Oh, yeah. don't even yeah. get me started. And of course that's always the best part when you're like, I got an extra charger, my phone died, but now yeah. I have two chargers. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyhow. So yes, I, I was stunned that, yeah, just use the earphones you have move on people make the gosh darn video. Okay. Do you have any recommendations on how often we should be posting videos or what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, sure. So um, you do need to be regular with it. Okay. But look, regular does not mean every day. And it actually doesn't have to be every week either. So okay. it, you do need to be consistent. But what's more important than putting out videos all the time is actually the quality of your videos. So if you can hone in your message as part of a wider strategy of your business, then you're going to be a lot more effective in connecting with your audience, building that relationship of trust rather than putting out videos every every day of you going, hey, I'm doing this today or whatever it is you, you yeah, want to yeah. go on camera for. It's actually more important to have the quality over the quantity now. Okay, so be consistent, but not like, but don't drive, like don't overcommit yourself. So you're just putting out fluff. Yeah, if you, if you can actually, you know, have a team and put out a video twice a week or three okay. times a week, absolutely, as long as they're quality videos, but don't like bust a gut going, I have to post a video every day yeah. or every week, you know, that's yeah. just gonna, you're gonna burn out basically. Okay, all right. So come up with an initial plan that's realistic for you so that you're not overcommitting yourself. Yes. And I would say too, you mentioned the team, that's great. I'm all about team with when the hour when the day, create your win team. However, you also wanna have videos that you can definitely do yourself um, on the fly. And there's so many selfie sticks and stuff like that. And oh, oh boy, oh boy, wait till you see. And there's all these pictures I had to, I recently did where I did candid shots of myself, like working on the computer, looking up shocked. And everyone's like, how'd you do these pictures? I was all by myself doing candid shots. It's hilarious. So if I can do that with a camera or an iPhone taking pictures, you can do that with video. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. Our final thought, what do you want people to know about, you know, being camera ready what are your what's your final words of wisdom i guess look i have to i have to comment on this because i think it, it's fair that you do the bigger you get 
the more trolls you are going to see, right? Okay. So you put out those first couple of videos, you know, it's going to be okay. You're probably not going to get any crazy people, you know, jumping out of the woodwork, keyboard warriors, as they say, you know, saying some horrible things. Generally, that doesn't come until you are a bit bigger. My advice to you is, as you put those videos out there, take a screenshot of the comments where people have said, wow, this is amazing. Thanks so much. Can I work with you? All those kinds of comments, those positive comments that you get, put them in a little folder because on that day, and it <laughs> will most likely happen at some point uh, that that person decides that they just don't like you or are having a bad day and they just need to make someone else feel bad because it makes them feel better. On that day, when you get that horrible comment, go back to that folder of all those positive comments and you'll see the ratio that you know 90 98% of the people who comment and engage with your videos are people who actually need your message as opposed to that one or 2% that decide that I'm going to make someone else feel horrible today. Yeah, I don't understand those people and they are funny, but what I've loved now is you can just uh, delete and block, right? So I was doing, I had some pictures and posts about our outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs. And one of them, I was taking, it was a picture of me holding a coffee cup and it's got our logo on the front of it and there's a post. And somebody left a comment, well, you know, about creating a win team. Well, it doesn't look like, he said something like, you look exhausted and like you're clutching onto that coffee cup. Like it looks like you work 24 hours a day. Well, first of all, uh, you don't know me. So maybe if you think I look bad, maybe this is just the face God gave me and the best I can look. Thank you very much. (laughs) But thirdly... The cup was empty and I don't drink coffee because he made this thing. It looks like you can't do anything before you drink coffee. What are you talking about? You insane person. I don't even like coffee. The cup is empty. You're just mean telling me I'm unattractive. I'm okay with that, but that's got nothing to do with how many hours I work. Right. Yeah. So I not just, your people. no. So I just deleted him and blocked him. Cause I thought this is just a distraction off the message and go fight with somebody else. So it is funny when you start to get those, you're like, Oh, but I did have a business friend said to me, like, you know, when you're, you, you have arrived when you start getting trolls, like when people it's just, so true. You, you know, when people who you don't know start picking on you, then you've made it versus family and friends. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Frankie J, you've been fabulous. Where can people get more information from you? Yeah, I'm on all the socials now. Okay. Uh, so under Get Ahead Media is my, my company name. So if you okay. find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, you'll find me under Get Ahead Media. Uh, and then I have my website, which unfortunately is a little bit longer because I am re- in the issue of the part of rebranding it, but it's francescajagotraining.mykajabi.com. Uh, oh, dear so God. Okay. Yeah, so we'll put that in I the know. show notes, but yeah. good luck with that. We, <laughs> we definitely need to rebrand that. I would yeah. just go with, yeah, you want to trim that message down, Frankie J. Absol- okay. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Fabulous so much. Thank you again, everyone else. We'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from Chris.com. That's free gift G I F T from Chris K R I S.com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.